The Dallas Cowboys are 11 point favorites at home against the Colts in week 13. Will they take care of business on Sunday night football? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked, locked On. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, week 13 is here. Sunday night football. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Of course, you know, whenever the Cowboys are double-digit uh, 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 favorites, uh, I always get nervous. <laughs> it's like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, geez, it Louise. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing well. I, I'm I'm actually pretty confident about the game. I'm excited to talk about it, and uh, and it's uh, it's you know we're we're entering a spot of games where the Cowboys should be winning several of these, uh, if not all. Of them. Sure. And sure. and and should is obviously the operative word, but but I, I do think that you know the uh, there is excitement, and I think that there should be excitement. Uh, you know about these next few weeks. Hopefully, the Cowboys are able to take care of business and stack some wins. All right, let's let's start on the side of the ball that I'm the most nervous about. It's the Cowboys' offense against the Colts' defense. Now, the Colts' defense has been a little bit up and down. They did not look great against Pittsburgh last week, but they did play well against the Eagles. They played well against the Raiders. They played well against the Chiefs early in this year. How do you think the Cowboys' offense matches up against Gus Bradley's unit? Well, I think that, you know, that, that there's going to be uh, the strength of this defense uh, for, for the Colts is, you know, in the defensive interior. You know, they still have Buckner, who's now returned. Uh, uh, I think this will be his first week back from, uh, Second from week. his He played against Second the Steelers week last week. Oh, that's right. He did play against the Steelers, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, they have another guy named Grover Stewart, who's, uh, uh, you know, really, really strong interior player. Um, and, and I think that that's kind of where that, you know, we start with this defense, right? Is that they're going to, you know, try to make things difficult for the Cowboys to run the football. They're going to try to control the middle of the field. Um, they've got, uh, a lot of kind of, uh, names that you may know outside of that, that are guys that are still, you know, considered premier players, but maybe aren't playing, uh, up to the level that their, their, their namesake, you know, has, has, has. You know, would 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 purport that they would right, right? like Yannick and Gakwe. He's having he's not, he's having a, a decent year. He's given up a little bit up and down, especially considering he's Yannick and Gakwe. And then Stefan Gilmore, obviously at different points, has been a, a defensive player of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, just obviously a name that we all know. Uh, and he's uh, you know he's still a good player, but I, I don't know that he's quite the level of player that that they usually warrants. So I, I think that they have players that. And, and I think if, if you watch them throughout the year, it kind of shows this. They, they've just there are times when they play really good football. There was times when yeah. they when when they're making plays that those guys are playing up to their ability and and they're a, a formidable defense. But there are definitely long stretches of times when 
they can't stop anybody. They can't seem to fit all their pieces together. You know, they lost uh, uh, Shaq in, 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 on the second level of the linebacker, and 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 mm-hmm. it's it, they have not really been able to replace anybody uh, at that level at the linebacker position. No, that's, that's been real... the biggest problem is Zaire Franklin, who played against the Steelers. I mean, he was atrocious, and that's the reason why the Steelers were able to get so many long runs. Like Buckner and Stewart are doing their jobs. And then the linebacker goes in the wrong gap, and all of a sudden it's a 15-yard gain for Benny Snell. And you can't – that's the problem. In this defense, in a Gus Bradley defense, you can't hide the linebackers. You know, like you got to have a solid linebacker play in order to kind of maintain what you need. So I, I think that that really is – in the linebacker and the kind of safety level – is really where the Cowboys are going to be able to uh, exploit. I think, you know, the tight end game for the Cowboys, the tight end passing game should be able to have some efficiency. I do think that despite the fact that they have Buckner and Stewart inside, that they will be able to run, especially on the edge. Um, and and I think that that will uh, really be problematic for that linebacker level for for indianapolis you know i i I want to point something out real quick i I just kind of came up with this i was looking at the games through uh earlier this season and i've noticed that when the cowboys play uh, okay let me back up i thought i think that this would normally be a a tony pollard game right like we we talk about this right like is this a tony pollard game or is this a zeke elliott game i would normally label this as a tony pollard game i thought right like attack the outsides get to the edge create big plays I went back and wa- and kind of looked at things when the Cowboys play teams that have two or more <laughs> two or more good defensive interior linemen. It usually ends up being a Zeke game, yeah. And and I think that I think that has to do with uh, Zeke's vision inside and b- being able to to sidestep some of those guys. So I I, I expect the Cowboys run game to to work, um, but I, I I wonder if. Uh, if that that effect that I just mentioned, having the kind of two dominant defensive interior guys, doesn't have an effect on Tony Pollard's ability to get outside, and that they, this doesn't end up being yeah. more of a Zeke game. Uh, just a couple of things on the Colts, really quickly. Um, Kenny Moore, their slot cornerback, yeah. I also believe he's their leading tackler. I don't think he's going to play this week. Uh, he has not practiced at all this week. Quiddy Pay, who has missed the last three or four games, he is going to play this week. So they'll have Quiddy Pay, they'll have Yannick Ngakwe, which are two pretty good defensive ends. It's just going to be really important that the Cowboys get a lead early in this game because if you can get up on this Colts team and you can run at Yannick Ngakwe, who has absolutely no interest at all at defending the run, absolutely none whatsoever, you're going to be able to open up some massive holes on the ground. So that's where Cowboys get a lead. They start out quick. They can put this game away by the time we get to halftime. But if they let the Colts hang around and you get into these third and nines, and Ngakwe can just dip around the edge on Tyler Smith. That's where we could be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, absolutely. There are definitely some game scripts that the Cowboys could get into that could be problematic for them um, that could definitely keep this game a lot closer than it should be. Uh, And you just mentioned one of them, right? The Cowboys are kind of unable to establish a foothold earlier and they're not able to score points earlier, at least, at least keep it at a neutral or better game script, then they yeah. could, they could potentially be in some trouble as the game starts to go on and, and, and develop. But if, if they're able to run the football early, uh, if they're able to, uh, you know, kind of a, a gain an advantage early points advantage early, um, this could be a real, you know, this, this could be a really ugly game for, for the, for the Colts because, 
unlike last week, you know, I think it's a little similar to what you saw last week with the Giants, except the difference is, is that Matt Ryan is not Daniel Jones. No, uh, no. And, and he cannot get away and, and make you like long runs or make you pay. Uh, so there is every opportunity if the Cowboys are able to kind of pin their ears back and attack the quarterback that they're going to get a lot of sacks. They could get a lot of uh, forced fumbles. There's going to be opportunity for that and not as much opportunity for the, the Colts offense to, you know, squirt out the front of the, of a pocket and gain 20 yards on a busted third down. pass. I will, I'll also say this needs to be a big CD lane game with, with Kenny Moore out yeah. with Stefan Gilmore, probably not traveling to the slot. Probably not. You need CD lamb to just eat all against all the other cornerbacks and on all the over routes and all the yards after catch stuff. So this would be a game where I try to get CD going early and often because they're going to need him. He He's their most explosive offensive player. Probably not named Tony Pollard. Get yeah. him the ball early. Uh, honestly, uh, if you look at where the Colts are str- strong on defense and where they're weak, it really does kind of match up well for the Cowboys, right? They want to attack. Maybe you know not the defensive tackles in the middle, but everything else, they want to attack the middle of the field. They want to put C.D. Lamb in the slot, yep. have him running over routes, and having having Schultz, uh, you know, running seams or or comebacks, you know, in the middle of the field. They want to they want to do play action and attack in the middle of that that defense. So uh, that could be bad news bears for the Colts if if the Cowboys really get going that way because. Obviously, that's uh, Cowboys' offensive strength meeting a Colts' defensive weakness. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the defense. But we want to let you know that today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Pick projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Uh, they have projections on just about any sport that you watch and that includes the nfl nba mlb nhl pga college football men's college basketball women's college basketball soccer WNBA, esports uh nascar tennis mma boxing disc golf euro basketball cricket and more entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it is that easy they are currently operational in over 30 states and in canada Download the Prize Pick app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit 100, Prize Picks will give you 100. You deposit 50, they'll give you 50. It's really that easy. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, let's talk about the Colts' def- or excuse me, offense against the Cowboys' defense, and it really yeah. starts with Jonathan Taylor, right? It does. Yeah, I think you know that that that's look. I mean, they this offense uh, is really the reason that this team is kind of where they are uh, in the standings, and 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 I, I don't mean that in a positive way at all. <laughs> uh, this offense is near the bottom of the league in major statistical categories. Um, you know, despite the fact that Jonathan Taylor was the leading rusher last year, right? He was the, mm-hmm. the rushing champion. Mm-hmm. They have not put up the same kind of numbers running the football this year. Uh, and I don't know that it's, you know, kind of all Jonathan Taylor. I think, you know, kind of looking at some of this, these games, I went back and watched, like, I think the last two or three games the Colts played. And it, it, it seems like they're not getting the kind of push that, that I would expect from a Colts offensive line. I mean, this is a, an offensive line that has Quentin Nelson, who, you know, we were talking about as the next Zach Martin at points and, and, and Braden Smith, who is a guy, you know, obviously I'm a little more familiar with having watched him at Auburn and, mm-hmm. and really kind of develop as a tackle in a way that I didn't expect it to uh, in the pros. 
you know, those guys, uh, and, and, and obviously as well, a, a guy in, in Ryan Kelly, who was another very highly, you know, ranked guy coming out. Sean Pick, yep. Yeah, it's just has not gelled for them. They 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 ended up drafting uh, Bernard R- Raymond, who we the Cowboys obviously looked at as a, a young guy who, uh, not a young guy, well, not a young guy coming Old out. Old guy, yeah. But, but yeah, he's a young, he's young in the fact he's that young he's young in rookie. football years, right? Yeah, and definitely young in football years. You know, obviously a guy that went to a smaller school. If I remember correctly, he was he's German, Central right? Michigan. He's, yeah, so, and and like has kind of a very young football life at this point. So, uh, and he's been very up and down. He's, I mean, and, and mostly down. I think it's only been recently that he started to play a little bit better football. And yep. and I think that, so I think that they're, you know, so despite the kind of name recognition on some of this stuff, the, the, the offensive line has not been a sum of all of its parts. And so, uh, and that goes for, for protecting the quarterback as well. Yep. Matt Ryan, when he's been in there has been under siege, the same thing for, for the other quarterbacks that they've had throughout the, this year. Um, and, and I think that that's limited their ability to get the ball out to their playmakers on the outside. Michael Pittman is a guy who obviously uh, is big, long, and is explosive. Uh, yeah. and, is, and, and Alex Pierce is a good number two receiver. I, I think that the, for the Cowboys, they need to control the line of scrimmage. They should be able to control the line of they scrimmage in the run game and in the pass game. And then that should limit Ryan's options to get the ball out to the playmakers. And, and, and the focus needs to be on stopping Taylor. Because any time that they are going to have to get into a passing situation is going to be, you know, this is not an unfamiliar tune for Cowboys fans this year. Any time that they, their offense is going to be in a passing situation, it's a bad situation for their offense. They they don't want to have to uh, be in obvious passing downs because yep. Matt Ryan, like I mentioned, is not going to escape anybody. So do that's you, that's really the issue is stopping Taylor early, forcing them to throw the football. Do you remember uh, Matt Ryan against the Cowboys last year when he played with the Falcons? Yeah, it was. Uh, it I got was, his numbers here. Ready? Yeah, nine for twenty-one. Yeah, one hundred and seventeen yards. Uh, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, and that that <laughs> might be with a better offensive line. That was with a better year. offensive line. Um, part of the reason why the Colts aren't running the ball as well is they just don't have leads. I saw an insane stat this offseason, Landon, where last year. I think if they said 43% of Jonathan Taylor's runs came when the Colts were up by seven or more, Wow, which is insane, right? So when you're able to control the clock and just try to grind out teams that way, you're going to bust off some long runs. But when you're down in games, it's a lot harder to run efficiently, right? And kind of when they know it's coming, but this one is just a simple, this game really is going to boil down to can the Cowboys get first and second down stops, right? Can they get the the Colts into third and seven? Because if they do, they're not losing this game. There's going to be times where Matt Ryan steps up in the pocket, throws a lollipop over to, to, you know, whoever the tight end is, Kyle Grandson and gets eight yards on third and seven. Like that's, it's going to happen. They're just not going to create plays down the field. They're going to have to put together 13, 14, 15 play drives. And the Cowboys are going to be banking on, Hey, we can get them to third and nine. Parsons is going to beat Bernard Ryman or the Marcus Lawrence is going to beat Will Fryers, uh, the, the right guard. Like as long as they can do that, they're going to be just fine on defense. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. And kind of even to extrapolate that all the way out to the 10,000 foot view, it, like it's, it's one of those things where do you trust this Cowboys offense against that Colts defense more than this, than the reverse. And, well, and that's the thing not- with the Cow- That's what I would tell Kellen Moore and Dak in this game is like, as long as you guys aren't giving the Colts short fields and giving them freebies, 
just let the defense cook because they're going to be just fine. Yeah, and that's why I really think that they should they don't need to be tricky. They're not playing, you know, some kind of incredible, you know, defense that they're not going to be able to move the football on. They may not have immediate success right away and they may not score every drive, but as long as they keep possession of the football, they are able to string together plays and, and move the football. If they put the if they put the Colts into bad field position, this offense just really isn't going to be able to cover. They haven't been able to create big plays all year. They're not going to suddenly start now. Um, you know, Matt Ryan just doesn't have the arm for that. So really this game becomes about how well are you going to tackle? How well are you going to st- fit in your yep. gaps? Honestly, the, the word for both sides of the ball is focusing on your fundamentals. It, yep. It's just fundamental football. If you just do focus on the fundamentals – you're by far the more, more talented team, you know. Oh, don't play down close. to yeah. Don't play down to the competition. Don't have a bunch of stupid penalties, which you know again has been a problem for the Cowboys. Don't let them hang around, right? Don't let them hang around. Finish this game early and and let's yeah. you know they want to go home. Let's send them home early. You know, they, they, I understand they have a new coach that was four games ago in a in a nasty loss last week ago. So they're they're ready to quit on the season too. Yannick Gakwe may have quit already two weeks ago. So like let's finish this off and and not like you know give them hope or or let them hang around a bunch because that's just not going to be good for the cowboys either and and they've got a buy coming up after this week which i'm sure they're looking forward to um it's been a tough season their offense here's their offense in the last six games 10 points 16 points three points 25 against the gosh awful raiders defense 16 against the eagles 17 against the steelers like they're just not a good offense so I would be extremely disappointed if the Cowboys gave up more than 20 points in this game. Like if they get to over 20, something really bad had to happen. Cowboys defense has not played well, or the Cowboys offense have given the, them such right. great opportunities that they but, were able to take it. But like, if it's just a standard, Hey, the Cowboys offense has one turnover that doesn't lead to points. And it's just, Hey, they gave up three long touchdown drives. That's going to be a problem. This should be a game that you can dominate by your defense, right? Like you just know we don't have to do anything on offense that's risky at all because we know our defense can win it on Sunday night at home against a team that's coming off a short week. That's the other thing. The Colts played on Monday night football, a a, a really tough game where their defense was on the field. I think the Colts had like 17 minutes of total possession in that game. It was insane. (laughs) Cowboys are coming off a 10-day break at home, home, home games. Go dominate. That's that's really – our thoughts here go dominate um let's give our final predictions landon but we want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by audible audible is releasing a new slate of football podcasts and what we're sure you're gonna love find think like a champion now wherever you get your podcasts think like a champion is a brand new football podcast from russell wilson and audible russ is a champion on the field but off of it we really know the grind on the path to greatness Wilson, alongside co-host Harry Wilson and the late Trevor Morad, dig into how high-performance athletes, artists, and leaders push the boundaries of their potential. You'll hear players like Von Miller talk about his Super Bowl runs with the Broncos and the Rams. You'll hear from Tim Tebow, uh, NCAA champion. Uh, Each episode features interviews with Olympic medalists, NFL stars, and business leaders. It's available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts. Go check it out. It's a, a very, very good show. All right. Landon, prediction time. Who do you have winning this game and why? 
I'm picking the Cowboys. Uh, I think they're 11 point favorites in on Bet in, Online. Yep, on Bet Online. Uh, I'm picking them to win 24 to 14. I think um, they just two touchdowns is about what I think they can muster in a game, and I wouldn't even be surprised if one of them was late. Um, I think that there's definitely a path to vic- uh, path here of where the Cowboys are. Cl- this game is close for three quarters, and and you know we've we've seen a lot of these, and they pull away yep. at the end. Yep. Um, there's definitely, you know, th- this is a team that has pride. This is a team that, you know, like I said, they have a new head coach or that they've just gotten the last few weeks. There certainly is opportunity for some raw, raw stuff to happen to, 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 to kind of motivate them after a tough loss uh, on a short week. There certainly is a, 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 a chance for that. Um, I, I just have a hard time believing that this team, uh, as focused as, as where the Cowboys are now, look, they, they, the Cowboys have been bad about beating up themselves. And that's really who they need to worry about in yeah. this game, right? Is getting out of their own way. But I, I have a hard time believing that the Cowboys, who uh, you know have very clear goals in mind, have clearly a team that's on the ascend, um, and that is, you know, I, I think coming off of the, their own kind of short turnaround themselves, right? Uh, after after last week, and then and then getting a longer week, they're getting healthier. Uh, I think that this is a team that should be able to go in there and take care of business at home and 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 pull away, you know, heavily at the end. Maybe not quite to the point uh, that Vegas is is gambling, but yep. I think it should be a pretty decisive win. Now, whether that whether that dec- decisiveness happens in the second quarter or you know in the middle of the fourth quarter, we'll find out. But I, I do think the Cowboys eventually will kind of pull away a little bit and have a comfortable win. Yeah. I- I'm kind of the same with you. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win, but I think it's going to be more stressful than we anticipate. I think it's going to follow a very similar game path to what we saw against the Giants last week, where it might be 14 to 13 going into the final 10 minutes of this game, and the Colts have the ball at midfield, and the Cowboys got to get a stop or whatever. And then all of a sudden, it ends up being a 24 to 17 type of game, and the Colts score a late field goal at the end, like something like that. But I do think the Colts, their style of play, just playing defense and running the ball, will keep this game dragging out a little longer than we would like. Um, just because I do think they're going to try to be so run heavy to protect Matt Ryan. But the talent, as we've been mentioning, is so drastic in this game. And the Cowboys have Super Bowl aspirations. They know they got to take care of this game at home. It's Sunday night football. I expect the energy level to be pretty high from Dallas in this one. Yeah, and this is not a team that uh, has a, a quarterback running option. So that so it, it's a very straightforward running attack. You it, know it's not saying? like Chicago or mm-hmm. the Giants. It's, it's more like Green Bay when Green yeah. Bay was running the ball against Dallas, but just I mean, frankly, not as effectively as that. The, the difference is is they can't beat you down the field like Green Bay can. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you know, Matt Ryan is going to be efficient in short doses and short yardage when he has the mm-hmm. opportunity and, and the time, but he has not had the, very much opportunity or time throughout the season, and the Cowboys certainly are going to provide him a ton of that. So, uh, yeah, I tend to agree. This this may be a close game at different points, but there'll be a p- moment when the the when Ryan's got to drive the field and there'll be a sack fumble, force fumble yeah. recovery by the Cowboys or something like that, and the game will turn and Cowboys will pull away. I will also say I think this game matches up really well for Trevon Diggs, like the types of receivers yeah. that he can do really well against like Pittman and Alex Pierce. Like where there's going to be a lot of jump balls and a lot of 50-50 balls, 
Diggs should play well in this one. I now I hope he, I hope both him and Gallup are over this flu by then. That's that's that was my only other concern because both of them caught uh, that flu bug. This Herb Mike so, McCarthy today at the press yeah, conference, they should be playing. They should be they should be fine. There was there's not a lot of real concern there. Okay, um, good. So it would be nice to see. How about a Malik Hooker interception against his former team? Wouldn't that be nice? That would, that would be nice. I, I, I would like also to uh, to suggest that it's it's time for Kevontae Turpin to return a touchdown. Yeah, uh, return a punt for a touchdown. So uh, I could see that where where the 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 Colts are kind of in a three and out situation, backed up on their side of the field. Sure, they get a long punt and suddenly uh, Turpin's up the sideline for a touchdown. I, I would like to see that finally. All right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, uh, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you download the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Go check us out on YouTube. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. Enjoy the game. We'll be back here late Sunday, Monday to break it all down.